Welcome to our Rock City Church podcast. We are so excited to have you join us. Our desire is that you would listen with expectancy for what God wants to do in your life. We pray that you would encounter the mighty love of the Father and that you would be fired up for the more that He has for you. All right, Merry Christmas, everybody. So great to see all of you. So glad that you're here. Woo! Yeah! I'm gonna share a short message with you that um, I believe all of us need to hear and I believe will impact you personally. You know, when Isaiah prophesied about Jesus coming 700 years before he came, he said this in Isaiah chapter nine, verse six, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And I just wanna pause there for a moment because Christ came for all of us. And he didn't come more for me or more for the person next to you than the other person. He came for every single one of us. And the government will be upon his shoulder and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. Now, every one of these statements about Jesus is profound. Every one of them I could preach an entire message on. But I wanna just say a couple things. First, the ultimate government of the earth and the universe is upon his shoulders. The God of this world, the devil, has nothing on the power of Christ. And anything that's happening in the world around us and any struggle that you have, what's most important for you to understand is the government's on the, on the shoulders of Christ. And ultimately, he is the everlasting father or the father of eternity is another way to say that. His rule's never gonna end. He's the mighty God, he's a mighty counselor, and he's a prince of peace. The word prince in the Hebrew literally means that he is a fighting warrior. He's not some nice, like pretty, dolled up picture of Jesus that so many have. He is in the position of a prince because of what he's overcome and what he did. He's a fighter. The the word in the Hebrew is the word ser or sar, and it's the, in the feminine name, it would be the word Sarah, which means a warrior princess. But he's the warrior prince. And that means that he already paid the price for your peace. That means that you and I should walk in full-time peace all the time. Now, I try to stay at peace and I try to stay fired up. I don't hype it. I don't fake it. I can't pretend. And I have my moments and my days and my struggles and my challenges but what I know is that there's an, there's an endless supply of continuous peace that comes from the Prince of Peace who already fought the battle and paved the way. So no matter what you're facing, whether it's sickness, whether it's financial hardship, whether it's relational hardship, all those things I go through and have been through. But what I know is I have an endless source of peace and rest in the midst of that fight because somebody else has already paved the way. Somebody else has already wrestled. So again, that word sar literally means to wrestle and to fight and to have overcome. He's a warrior prince and he's the prince of peace. And the government's upon his shoulder and as the body of Christ, he entrusts us with his power and government on earth as it is in heaven. So you have an ability to overcome every situation and circumstance and to walk through it confidently with peace, knowing that Jesus has already paved the way for you. And this is for every single one of us. It's us. It's not just for me, it's not just for you, it's for all of us. He's a wonderful counselor, which means that whatever advice you need, he's always there to lead you and guide you. You're actually never alone. 
ever. And it's important for me to tell you that tonight because this is the time of year where so many people struggle with loneliness. They struggle with being isolated. The whole Christmas spirit in the spirit of this age puts heavy weights and burdens upon people to feel like they're not doing enough or giving enough or having enough. And that's a problem because it causes people to be weighted down with this pressure and this you know, performance-driven thing that's not who the Lord is. This is really about the greatest gift that was ever given to us. And we give gifts to one another to celebrate the gift that was given to us. And of course, our kids love that and your children are all fired up and excited and we get pleasure and joy out of giving them gifts. But that true pleasure comes because of the greatest gift that was given to us. And understanding that Jesus always gives, he always loves, he always cares, he always counsels, he always fights, and he always comes to bring peace to your life. No matter what. And see, when I look at you, I regard no one according to the flesh. Even Jesus said, from now on, I regard no one according to the flesh. We look at each other the way that Jesus sees. And we love the way that Jesus loves because he's always doing it for you. And some of you tonight may be burdened down with that pressure. It's like, I struggle with it. I struggle with the whole Christmas spirit agenda of the world. It's all about gifts and presents and money and stuff and materialism. And those things in and of themselves, when done with the right heart and the right reasons, not bad. But when, it's, when Jesus is absent from it, there's a problem. And so the son, unto us a child is given, unto us a child is born. Why? The question should be why. And the reason is that he wants to bring true life, true health, true peace, and true government. Because I can't govern myself. If I try to govern myself, we have a problem. And too many people are governing themselves by rejecting Jesus or making it about a false Jesus. That's not really who he is. And how do we know if you're anxious, worried, stressed, depressed, broke, busted, disgusted? All those things that cause us to miss the point. Like I'm super fired up right now. I'm not fired up just because of natural circumstances. I'm not fired up because everything's going right. Because in the natural, everything's not going right. In this world, you'll have trouble and it seems like there can be trouble all around. And every day I'm having to wrestle against sickness, fears, worries, doubts, Family stuff, church stuff, business stuff, finances. We all wrestle together. None of you are alone. None of you. I put my pants on the same way you do, and I have to fight the same way that you do. And I fight by understanding this scripture. And I don't just understand it this time of year. It's full time all the time. But it starts out, here is a prophetic sign 700 years early that a child's gonna be born. And that child it has a promise on his life, which is a promise for your life. His promise is your promise. His promise is your promise. So grab onto the promise. What are you facing right now? What are you worried about? What's your problem? Seriously, think about it. Because we all have something we're fighting. All of us. But because of what Jesus did, we can fight better. We can fight different. And we can grab on to what he's already done and overcome the way he's overcome. Verse seven, of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. It's always increasing. 
So as the world seems to get darker, the promise of God and the government of God is increasing, not decreasing. But the world would have you to believe it's decreasing. Where's he at? Why is this happening? Why did that happen? We're always questioning God. And see, I don't question God because I know what the word says. Even when the nations are raging, even when darkness is all around, the light has come. And now that light's on the inside. It's that little light of yours on the inside shines so bright in the midst of a dark world. Every single one of you have a destiny to shine bright. All of you. I don't care where you're at, what you're doing, or what you did. I know the call of God on your life. You just need to see it for yourself. And I'll tell you about it every time you step into this church or watch on the live stream. So his government and his peace or his dominion be strong in the Lord and the power of his might, Ephesians 6, 18. It's not my dominion or dominating over you. It's his dominion over your life and then in turn bringing peace and love out of you to show people who he really is. And the devil's already defeated. He's under your feet. That's great news. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom to order. Now I want you to see this last part before I move off this scripture. To order it and establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward and even forever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. He's passionate. He's excited. He's fired up. He loves you. He cares about you. He's not backing down from pursuing you. You may feel far from him, but he's not far from you. And if you're manifesting darkness and anger and hatred or pain or frustration or whatever it is, if you're manifesting any of that stuff that's contrary to his design, praise God, he's coming even closer. Because no, there'd be no manifesting if the light wasn't coming close because light reveals the darkness. So I'm never discouraged. And some of you may feel discouraged tonight, but I'm telling you right now, in your greatest discouragement, Jesus is the closest. He's always the closest because he's full of promise. He's full of hope. He's full of life. Woo, yeah. Come on, y'all should be so fired up. The sad reality is most people don't really know who he is. But I do and I'm not backing down. Through sickness, through death, for better, for worse, I said yes. You understand? So how does... Jesus order his kingdom. He orders it with, he establishes it and orders it with judgment and justice. That's so important for you to see. Why? Because you can't lead in judgment and justice properly without him. When you do it in your own strength, you're going to spin out, be angry, and make wrong decrees. I'm telling you, you'll be right, but you won't be righteous. And a lot of you in this place are right, but you're not righteous. Typing away. You're saying right things, but the spirit of the Lord behind it's not, there's no spirit of the Lord behind it. It's not righteous. I'm telling you right now, you can't do this in your own strength. He orders his kingdom with judgment and justice. You know why? Because in the garden, judgment and justice were lost. When Adam ate from Adam and Eve ate from the tree of the garden, they ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. They took judgment and justice upon themselves and the world spun out. The world's still spinning out because of that decision. So Jesus comes to order and establish judgment and justice on earth as it is in heaven. 
And you need to make the decision right now, tonight, that you can't do it in your own strength. Most of us should have learned that by now. If you're over like 15, you should figure that out. So now I want to jump over to Luke chapter 2. So when Jesus was born, a prophetic sign and a promise came not from man. It wasn't man that made the decree. Isaiah prophesied it 700 years early, but then, Je- then the birth of Jesus was announced and heralded by an angel and then a multitude of the heavenly host praising and proclaiming the promise of God. And I want you to see what they said. Luke 2, 8. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And I love the fact that it was at night. And I love the fact that the shepherds were in position. Let me make a prophetic declaration over every single one of you, especially the men. We're all called to be shepherds. First of your heart and then your family. There's not one person in this room that's not called to be a shepherd. You pastor your own self. You pastor your heart. You pastor your kids. You're called to be a shepherd. And because these shepherds were in position by night, it was dark everywhere around them, but they were still in, posi- in position keeping watch. Keeping watch over their flock by night. And I want to encourage you, get back into position because God's got a sign and a promise for you. And a lot of times it may be in the dark night. A lot of times it may be in a difficult time. But I've learned many times God wakes me up in the middle of the night and I get up and I get out of bed and I go worship and I spend time and I keep watch over my family. And as they're sleeping, I'm prophesying and declaring and speaking life over them. And I don't want to get out of bed many times when the Lord wakes me up to do that. But I want to keep watch at night because if I'm not keeping watch at night, I'm keeping watch on something else that I probably shouldn't be watching. Yeah. Because I'm a children of the day, a child of the light, not a child of the night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them and the glory of the Lord shined or shone all around them and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, don't be afraid for behold, I bring you, notice this, good tidings of great joy to everyone everywhere. All means all. Good tidings and great joy. When you get great news in your life, you're fired up. When a job breaks through or taxes break through or something really good goes your way, we're all fired up. But this is the best news that you could ever get. And that best news is, is you're not condemned. You don't have to live in fear and shame. Even when you blew it and bombed it, God is always good. It's always good tidings of great joy. Great joy means great joy. When you're born again, this is an animated, vibrant, fired up, satisfied, happy, overcoming life. It's true life. It's animated. It's Zoe life. And so many Christians are broke down, beat up because you don't really know the true gospel. You're looking at your natural circumstances and situations instead of looking at Christ, the solution, who brings good news, great joy, all the time, pleasure and satisfaction that you're never going to get from the things of this world, ever. You're never going to get it from the things of this world. Great joy, which will be to who? Some people? A few people? 
That's the good news of the gospel. So I already know, it doesn't matter what you're going through. I already know when I look at you, God's got good news for you. You may be in a world of bad news, but I'll tell you the good news is really good in a world of really bad news. In verse 11, there's born to you this day in the city of David a savior who is Christ the Lord. This is the greatest announcement that Jesus is the Messiah everywhere, anywhere in the Bible. The angels declared Jesus is the Messiah, the savior of the world to all people. Verse 12, this will be a sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. Verse 13, and suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace and goodwill to men. So the angel, the heavenly host appears and they praise God and they say, first, all the glory goes to him. And now what's coming to you? See, I look at my heart as an earth. Jesus talked about the parable of the sower, sowing the word of God into the hearts of men. Some hearts have, some people just cast the seed, the word of God to the wayside and just reject it. Another message, another service, another Sunday, heard it, been there, done that. Don't ever do that. You can hear this story a thousand times over and God will show you something new. And God says, he's speaking. Well, the angels are are worshiping God and saying glory to God, but to your heart and to all the earth, what's he declaring? Destruction, condemnation, fear, worry, doubt, just everything opposite of what the earth is going through. Peace on earth and goodwill towards men. Some of you have a warped perception of God. I'll look at all y'all straight in the eyes. I love you guys. But you got a warped perception of God. And the truth is, is when we doubt and fear and run to the things of this world, we don't really genuinely know how much God loves and cares for you. And I feel it for you. I just want you to feel it for yourself. Because then it won't matter what happens around you. When the king of the universe comes close to you, it doesn't matter what you're going through. He always brings comfort, life, and health. He always brings, he's the prince of peace, peace to your earth, peace to your heart, peace to your situation. That doesn't always mean the situation's gonna change. Sometimes the situation's gonna, in the natural, looks brutal. You know, one of our elders is battling cancer. He's on his deathbed right now, Doug Fecht. And I was over there today. And as, he was, as he's barely breathing, I was sitting in the room with his family and I could feel the presence of God. And I started to get emotional because I knew the Holy Spirit was there. Whereas I've been to many other houses at, when people are on their deathbed and the spirit of death and a dark cloud is everywhere around. And what I wanna say to you is blow that cloud away. Let Jesus blow that cloud away, whatever you're going through. When the Holy Spirit shows up and when Jesus is present and when you grab a hold of this scripture, peace on earth and goodwill towards men, glad tidings of joy. It doesn't matter what you're facing. I've faced some hard situations. My wife and I have been through some difficult stuff. Every one of us have faced struggles and challenges. But what I want you to know is right now, right where you're at, you can have peace. Because when you have peace, you don't need drugs and alcohol and you don't need the things of this world. See, because the world has no peace. Man, just go walk around the mall, which many of us did last minute. 
You just feel like this thing trying to grab onto you out of the stores and it's like more, more, more and never enough and stuff, stuff, stuff. Right? But you are in the kingdom of God. You're in the kingdom of God if you're born again. And don't play around with your salvation. You've got no good reason to put it off. No good reason. Hit the reset button and let God start you over. That's what it means to be born again. It's a start over. It's another chance. And it's God always resetting your life, okay? So if you need a reset tonight, if you've been stressed, anxious, worried, if you have struggles in your marriage or your, or your family, finances, if you've been feeling lonely, if you've been battling suicidal thoughts, let me pray for you right now and I want you to just receive it, okay? Why don't we all stand? All right, just close your eyes for a moment and pray for you. The presence of the Lord is here. All you have to do is receive. Put yourself in a receiving position. He already declared it. When the world was in a very dark place is when Jesus came. He's here now to comfort you. Jesus, I just thank you so much for everyone that's here tonight and those that are watching by the live stream. For any of you that are hurting, anxious, afraid, worried, lonely, think that your life doesn't matter, focused on the struggles of this life, I hear the angel declare today, just as he did then, peace to your heart and goodwill. He has goodwill towards you. He's coming at you. Just let him come at you tonight. You don't have to stay the same anymore. You don't have to carry the weight and the fear of death. You don't have to carry the, the struggles anymore. Jesus already took it on the cross. Just give it to him. Just make the decision to give it to him right now. Just tell him, Lord, I'm giving it to you. Come on, don't carry that out of here tonight. Come on, Christmas Eve. 2021 I challenge you to rededicate your life to him just tell him Lord I'm giving it all to you I don't want to live another minute without you you tell him that tonight you tell him that tonight thank you for listening if you enjoyed this message please subscribe and share it with your friends And if you want to partner with us in what God is doing here at Rock City, you can give by visiting our website at rockcitycorpus.com slash give.